Chapter 2 The gardeners liked Buck and often stopped to scratch his ears or give him a pat. Buck was not in the least bit worried when Manuel slipped a rope around his neck and led him towards the woodland. Buck knew the judge was going out that evening to a meeting. Perhaps the judge had asked Manuel to take him for a stroll. Manuel led Buck further and further away from Judge Miller's estate. The sun had set and the evening grew colder. Soon, they came to a small station for freight trains. Manuel glanced down at Buck. I'm sorry, fella, he said, but I have debts to pay and a family to feed. I need the money you're going to make me. Suddenly, Buck was struck with an unfamiliar feeling. He was unsure and unsafe. A man he had never seen before jumped down from one of the wooden freight carriages. Is this the one? said the man. Manuel nodded. The man was tall and wore a dirty red jumper. He crouched down and looked Buck in the eye. Buck felt his fur bristle. He did not like this man. His instincts told him that this man wasn't to be trusted. You weren't wrong. He's a fine beast, said the man in the red jumper. Here you go. A deal is a deal. Manuel took a pouch of coins from the man and handed over the rope. Buck pulled on the rope, trying to follow Manuel. But the man in the red jumper pulled harder, dragging Buck towards the train. The harder he pulled, the tighter the rope became around Buck's neck. Although he didn't want to, Buck followed the man to avoid the pain of the rope. He jumped onto the train when the man started to drag him in. The next morning, Buck woke up and realized he was still on the bare wooden train carriage but now it was moving. He had woken up throughout the night as more dogs were loaded onto the carriage. Each time the wooden doors opened, his ears pricked in the hope that Judge Miller or one of his sons had come to fetch him. But no one came. He had not eaten or drank water for many hours, and his throat felt dry and sore from the rope. The man in the red jumper did not seem to care about any of the dogs he had bought. Buck wondered why he needed so many. After what felt like countless hours, the train screeched to a halt. The man in the red jumper opened the carriage. Come on now, move it, he ordered. Some of the dogs jumped obediently down from the train. Others cowered in the corner, trembling. Buck stood for a moment, working out what the best thing to do was. He knew the man in the red jumper could not be trusted but he was confused. The man held a long wooden club in his hand. What was it for? The man took quick steps towards Buck and lunged for the rope around his neck. Instinctively, Buck growled at the man and snapped at him to warn him off. Then, Buck felt something he had rarely experienced in the four years he had been alive. Pain. The man in the red jumper had hit him with the club, Buck was shocked and dazed. No one had ever treated him this way. All he knew was that he did not want to feel that pain again. When the man in the red jumper raised the club once more, Buck shot out of the train carriage and obediently joined the group of dogs outside.